I'm Lynn Wilcox, and we're looking for Shiprock. In the shadow of the Eastern Sierra, north of Mono Lake, between Levining, California, and Hawthorne, Nevada, is the ghost town of Bodie, California. Once the home of 10,000 miners, gamblers, and ruffians, Bodie today is a silent wood and brick monument to the American West. It's remote, miles down a dirt road that takes off from Highway 395. It's about 100 miles south of Carson City, which is the nearest major town to the north, and about 90 miles from Bishop, which is to the south. But anyone interested in the Old West would tell you, remote or not, it's well worth a visit. The barren hills are 8,700 feet above sea level. They're often dry, cold, and windblown, with a few trees found in the gullies and the valleys between the hills. Those hills are dotted with sagebrush, dry grass, and abandoned diggings, and the occasional worked-out mine. Gold and silver made Bodie, but the streak played out, and that killed Bodie. In its time, Bodie was the exemplary gold strike town. It made men wealthy and it made them poor, and it had a gunfight nearly every day of its heyday existence. The original strike was made in 1859. A prospector named Bill Bodie made the strike. Bill Bodie was a character that most people stood upwind from. At about 5 feet 7 inches tall, one contemporary described him as the dirtiest person he'd ever met. He was from Poughkeepsie, New York, where he'd been a tinsmith before walking out on a wife and six children to go prospecting. Bodie had partnered with Black Taylor, a four-foot-nine-inch tall Cherokee. During the winter of 1859 and 1860, they built a cabin over their claim and had to haul supplies from Monoville, north of Mono Lake, to the strike. During one such trip, a blizzard blew in, with raw, cold, and sharp winds. During that long, hard journey back to the mine, Bodie collapsed. Black Taylor tried to save his partner, but he wasn't able to carry the larger man to shelter, and Bodie froze to death. The town that grew from Bodie's claim was named for him, even though the spelling is rather casual. Bodie spelled his name B-O-D-E-Y. The town is spelled B-O-D-I-E. Well, that's spelling in the Old West. There really wasn't much to Bill Bodie's claim. The town that grew up around it supported a few mines that barely made wages for the miners. Some die-hard prospectors stubbornly worked the nearby hills looking for bigger strikes. But nearly 20 years later, in 1876, a freak cave-in at the Bunker Hill mine exposed a rich body of gold ore. That began the rush and the town and the legend of Bodie was born. The town boomed quickly. It was a magnet for all kinds of people. By the end of 1878, over 600 buildings stood where just two years before, there was only a few ramshackle cabins. Aside from the miners who'd come to work and the prospectors who'd come to hunt mineral, there were hundreds of saloon keepers, gamblers, prostitutes, and bad men. The bad man from Bodie became a catchphrase around the West. A truckee newspaper printed a prayer from a little girl whose family was moving to Bodie. 
Goodbye, God. We are going to Bodhi, she said. The paper said the trucky paper got it wrong. The prayer was actually, Goodbye, God. We are going to Bodhi. Bodhi was wild and woolly, and the streets were always busy, day and night. The town grew spectacularly fast, and it was even getting a little civilized. But Bodhi's heyday was short, from 1879 to 1882. The boom ended, and the camp followers packed up and went away. All mining stopped in 1914. Now Bodhi stands as a testament to the gold chasers, those bad men and women, and the builders, the miners and the players, which became the legends of the West. The State Park Service took over Bodie in 1962. Rangers and volunteers have rebuilt parts of the town, and they put a museum in the old Miners' Union Hall. It's a long way off from any main road, but if you're interested in the history of the West, it's well worth the trip. I'm Len Wilcox. Thank you for listening. That's Looking for Shiprock.